Hello, everybody. This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Wendy Smith, Courtney Higginbottom, and I swear there was another one, Matthew, oh, a few, Matthew uh, McCrosin and Charles Teed. Thank you guys so much. Uh, they donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. Um, so thank you guys so much. We really appreciate that. Uh, the stickers have kind of been delayed going out. I'm going to get those out uh, this week, though. Um, and same uh, with any of the shirt orders, if you've done it. Uh, guys, we are extremely low on those. Um, so just make sure you uh, you get your orders in if you want anything um, of those, because I'm gonna probably blow them out pretty soon, and um, or just put them away. And then, uh, but we are working on some winter merchandise, so uh, I'm gonna have that stuff up uh, very, very soon. You're gonna see something. So I think we're gonna do a little bit bigger of an announcement this time. Last time I didn't give you enough uh, enough information, <laughs> enough time. I think um, so. Uh, we're gonna do this one. A lot of people missed out on the uh, the first shirt, so. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, up next is Neon Maniacs. About the misfortune of sending kids to Crystal Lake Became addicted straight away with the initial tape God bless Betamax, Betamax. VHS holy like Amanda Kruger I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper I started craving more just like Larry the Looter I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers Through computers, magazines, a bunch of stores Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards Five times a day or even more I loved the gore Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts I was hellbound, centibites tore my soul apart I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo Listen up, welcome to the horror show <laughs> oh, I'm recording right now, so whatever Alright, um, wait, I'm, I'm recording too, okay um, Yeah, no, uh, so, okay, wait So, okay, uh, e- hello everybody, welcome to the horror show Dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers All of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events I'm Sean I'm Joe so, guys, this is like, uh, I don't want to say it's a rushed episode, but we it's a rushed episode. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just finished watching Neon Maniacs, and Joe did too. And um, I think we're both uh, oddly excited for this. Yeah, that does not mean I liked it. <laughs> I'm just uh, anxious to talk about it. I am too, because I feel like uh, people really enjoy this movie. And I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. <laughs> So I went on Letterboxd, which I usually do after I watch the movie, just to see what like some of our listeners rate this. Okay. And I was expecting a bunch of half stars and one stars. Quite a lot of two and a half threes, which is not very generous. Justified. Yeah. Very generous. Uh like I was expecting a mess, but a fun mess. <laughs> And that's not what this is. And an yeah, end- yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much fun I had. And an ending, an ending that was, that was atrocious, <laughs> like oh, offensive. It was honestly offensive to me. Th- this ending, I I could not agree more. <laughs> like that was, that was what I I could I, I I'm like watching the ending. I just I almost just want to talk about the end. The ending blew me away because it was almost set up to be the fun uh kid movie ending which i honestly at that point i would have accepted like sure 
but it was it was not even that. So um, I would have just accepted an ending. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's what I mean to say. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I would have accepted anything that made sense at that point. <laughs> because Any, this whole movie- even even an attempt to wrap something up. Like, even if they failed, at least they attempted it. But they did not even attempt to end the movie. No, no, this movie, uh, yeah. It's like when you're listening to a song and and it just, like, fades out, you know? (laughs) It's like, just fucking end it. Find the right note and end it. Um, So this movie is made in 1986. Uh, And and I I feel like we need to talk about something, but I guess not. Joe's back. He's been sick. Yes. This the, the, with the holidays and shit, guys. This is just kind of going to be. We're trying to do what we can here. All right, everyone's busy. Uh, everyone's got shit to do. So, um, but we're we're. This is going to be a full episode. So, um, it yeah, is no, though we that we done. both like literally just watched it. <laughs> yeah, I was. This might be the first time we've ever watched same day. Same day, like almost the same time, and then just immediately jumped into a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the most fresh a movie's been on my brain. So I'll probably somehow remember less of it. Dude, I, I absolutely will remember less. <laughs> but it doesn't help that. I mean, it was an hour and 30 minutes and somehow it did take me to like two and a half hours to watch this movie. Um, oh, I do want, I don't usually do this. I do want to give a shout out, shout out to uh, Matt Berry. I went and saw his, he's a listener of ours. I went and saw his stand up last night. Yep. Funny as fuck. At Matt Berry sucks. Yes, he was hilarious. Highly recommend if he's in your area. He hosted like like he brought out the other people too, and he was he was a crowd favorite. He made Tina snort like four times. I really? don't even know if I've ever done that. So. <laughs> uh, Matt's cool. Matt's cool. I drank with Matt. I wanted to go see him, um, but I totally forgot about it. To be honest with you, so. Um. He, and he he uh, he definitely motivated me to watch this today because he he came over before a set and was just like you have to fucking watch this and do this episode. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Neon Maniacs opens with uh, the the you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre voice, and it's like yeah. <laughs> when the world is ruined by violence, the souls of mankind fades. The children's path shall be darkened by the shadow of the neon maniacs. So now I know that statement doesn't make sense, but I was like, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) That does not, that doesn't explain shit or mean anything to the part of the plot of this story. If I was to ask you to tell me what this movie is about right now in a brief like a brief summary how would you how would you do that i don't think i could do i honestly and that's not an exaggeration because i could tell you that kids f- kind of fought neon maniacs whatever that whatever those no, are. no no what are them what isn't no 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 idea but they do have their own trading cards and like 8 by 10 photographs lying around town um Tina would keep walking in the room and just keep asking me, why are they called neon? And like that, if that, that is like the least of my concerns during, during this movie. <laughs> uh, dude, it's so fucking weird. It's, and we open up with a, a, so even that statement, you're like, uh, all right, whatever. And then you open up with a fisherman and actually to answer your point, like, so again, like I can't, I can't tell you what happened in this movie. I know maniacs appear, whatever that is. And then kids kind of fight them and that's being very generous because (laughs) like they don't really solve anything or really fight them at all 
And um, and then that's it. That's the movie. And there's no there's no explanation for anything. There, I'm just gonna cut right to this. At the end, there is a singing scene. I don't even want to call it a scene because honestly, like the whole entire third act, and it is the most meaningless, like pointless thing I've ever seen in a movie. I've never seen a movie with more filler. Like you know what I mean, like. Dude, like I'm, if you're I'm, just gonna I'm if you're just crying. gonna go chaotic, like have the maniacs, like like I'd be fine if the maniacs were on the screen the entire time, just <laughs> causing chaos. And you're like, well, I don't know why this is happening, but fine. But when you put in so much filler, you're just like, what? What's the point of this? Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Uh, what a mess! Like it's it's like a it's like a uh, 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 I don't even know what, uh, the most watered down version of like Nightbreed, I think. <laughs> so it reminded me a lot of Nightbreed and it also kind of reminded me of Mandy in the sense that there's like weird things on motorcycles that are never explained, <laughs> but at least Mandy was kind of a, like, at least Mandy pulled it off. It made me like Mandy even more. <laughs> it actually Mandy, ex- I don't Mandy explains I- nothing. Man- Mandy explains nothing. Like when when that movie ended, I wasn't even sure if I liked it. It did grow on me a lot, but Mandy explains nothing. I'm like, how are we supposed to like be invested in this? And then I watched this. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine with the way Mandy was made. Yeah. So Nightbreed, like I like Nightbreed. It's it's not one of my favorite movies. Like I just think it's kind of weird fucking movie. But like after watching this, I was like, oh man, they did that whole like monsters on Earth thing really well. <laughs> Yeah, they did. And I agree. Nightbreed is not my favorite, but at least there's like all again, we've said this before, like all it would take is literally one person to just be like, oh, yeah, this is why this is happening. And you're like, okay, fine. That's all we needed in this. Um, So to start off with how ridiculous this fucking movie is, is there's a fisherman who who's under the Golden Gate Bridge. uh, And then he finds these giant trading cards slash headshots of the neon maniacs like unexplained why do they have photographs of themselves i have no clue (laughs) and why like they're just laying about and they're just photos of them and the guy finds them and honestly if you found those you wouldn't think anything other than that they're just fucking weird headshots or like absolutely like you wouldn't be like (laughs) like oh no not the neon (laughs) maniacs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it makes no fucking sense <laughs> and this guy's just kind of like wait what the fuck and then the neon maniacs show up and just kill him with an axe and that's how we kick off the show or the movie yeah, and honestly at this point and, and even like the, within the next 15 minutes there's enough action and the maniacs the prosthetics they're fine like uh, i was like sure. okay, this could be somewhat enjoyable <laughs> sure then, and- the, but the kills are terrible, as we'll soon discover. There, the, the, there's n- the gore in this is so minimal, you can't even use that to cover up what a fucking disaster this is. What um, year was this? It was eighty six, right? Eighty six, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they had more than enough. Oh, their hands. plenty. They had plenty, and, and you could tell by the prosthetics. Like, you could have done <laughs> special effects. You could have, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although they wasted it on that one main neon maniac because there's, there's oh. literally some people in that gang that have almost no makeup. Dude, on them. They just dude. they just walk weird. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Dude, I was going to say that. As you're introduced to the maniacs, you meet a couple that are like, whoa, what great special effects. And then you meet one that might just have like tape on his face. Yeah, he just like squat walks. Like, oh, what a freak. <laughs> like, oh, what a maniac. It's so fucking funny. Um, Although, honestly, if I was approached by that group, that guy would be the biggest. Like, I would consider that guy the biggest maniac. <laughs> I think you're like right. Like some guy walked at you like that? <laughs> I think you're right. I think you might be right. It's also very weird how uh, all the maniacs had very, like, ethnic uh, costumes. Very, like, very, like, uh, geographically based costumes. Like, yeah, there, I mean, there's a Native American one. There's a Native American. There's a samurai. <laughs> there's, like, a caveman. It's very odd. It's very odd. Um, we if need you're wondering why... Well, I don't have that answer, and nobody that's watched this movie will oh, ever have that answer. Oh, no, no, that's, uh, yeah, that's totally unexplained. I mean, the best answer is these were all, like, terrible actors <laughs> in California, in San Francisco, like, wannabe actors that somehow got mutated. Like, they were all, like, going out for auditions and somehow were, were mutated, and, and that's where we're at. Because nothing else makes sense about this. <laughs> like This has uh, the horror show royalty in uh, the guy that plays the Wishmaster, it's it's his first role. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> he's in this. <laughs> Holy shit! Because um, no one else really is the the girl that plays Roxy from Basic Instinct. She's in it. She plays Natalie, and that's it. Like no one in this movie had a Wikipedia page. <laughs> it was yeah, probably because when they saw the final product, they changed their names and like moved away. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Natalie, we meet Steven and Natalie. They'll be our main characters. Uh, Steven is the, well, at first he's a loser. And then at the end of the movie, for some reason, everyone's like, Steven's the hottest guy in school. And I don't, I don't know if it's because everyone else has been murdered by the Neon yeah, Maniacs. That, that is 100% why. <laughs> and then, uh, so we meet Steven. He's a loser that owns a grocery store. This will not come into play. Uh, and we meet Natalie, who is um, part of this group that they're going out to drink and fuck in a park, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the big plan in San Francisco. Imagine living in San Francisco and being like, man, we got nothing to do. Like, <laughs> man, there's just nothing going on. We, we live in the one of the biggest cities in the fucking world. And just, man, fucking Boersville. Uh, so... Um, we also meet Paula briefly, who is a child who likes making horror movies. Yes. <laughs> She'll come into play a little bit later. How old is she supposed to be? I have no idea, but she's sleeping with the most terrifying Halloween masks over her bed. And right. probably needs to be and sent to a therapist. She's always wearing a, a baseball cap, I think, to like make her look younger, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then at the end, she literally looks like she's like 25, 30. I think she might be. <laughs> I think she might be. She really does. And with a name like Paula, I think you're just born at 25. <laughs> like, I don't think you have a childhood if your name's Paula. Um, so these kids, these other kids, these teenagers who are also just like adults, like they're just adults. At one point, like Steve goes to Natalie's house and Natalie's like, hey, you want a beer or something? Like, in the middle of the day, as if they're, like, in their 30s. It's so fucking bizarre. Um, so, these kids are out in the middle. Dialogue in, in this is 
noteworthily bad. Oh, very, very bad. Like the guy insults somebody by calling him pasta breath. <laughs> is it is that even an insult? Like, would you be offended if someone's like, okay. like I, I don't even it, like <laughs> is if he was like super Italian, like if he had an Italian accent, like a Mario brother, I'd be like, okay, I get it. That's kind of racist. Like it's an, a racist yeah, insult. But like, I but still don't even think I would be offended. By no, no. This guy is as American as apple pie. Like, and pasta doesn't smell that bad. <laughs> like, I, I would take it as a compliment, quite frankly. I, I think I would, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like pasta is not the worst thing you could smell like. Um, yeah, the dialogue's terrible. Uh, and that's funny because he calls him pasta breath after Steven's insult was like, hey, my dad needs a security guard in the fruit aisle. <laughs> Which honestly took me like <laughs> took me like five minutes. And, and the guy's response is like sick burn and then calls him pasta breath. But like I had to think for like five minutes about what being a security guard in the fruit aisle meant. And I think he's just calling him gay. I think that's what he's trying to do. I I don't know what he's trying to do, but I don't. Uh, no, that's security guard. Why would his dad need that? I don't know what is. I don't know what his point was. But right before that, he was saying that his dog's name was Dog, but he thought about naming it Cat, as if that was a fucking like heavy hitting joke. The way he delivers, it, like, ah, ridiculous. <laughs> Um, it's so, it's so perfect. And then, uh, so then the teens, these teens, uh, they go out to the woods to, uh, have sex and drink and again, have like terrible dialogue. Like, uh, Sue's crazy. She's not on the pill or anything. <laughs> like, I'd be like, stop talking to me about Sue's sex life. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit what Sue does. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't uh, know if you picked up on this. Cause I, I always like pick up on the most meaningless, stupidest things. But there's a guy on a motorcycle that drives by, and one of the actors picks something up and throws it at the guy on the motorcycle, and he throws it with such ferocity and speed that it honestly, if it connected with this guy's head, it would have might have killed him. I rewound it again to be like, holy shit, like, he's throwing that, and he was so close to him. Too. No, I love picking up on that shit. It was like when you picked up on, uh, in fucking Mano's Hands of Fate, how he falls on the fucking concrete. <laughs> <laughs> like that is right. like a hard hitting bump. Like that guy fucking breaks got the hurt. fall of his face. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit fucking hurts. Um, so these kids are out in the woods, and the neon maniacs just show up. <laughs> like, there's no anticipation or reasoning behind it. We don't really know why the neon maniacs are coming out. Um, but they do. And and it's early enough where I'm like, okay, we'll figure out why why they're coming out. And I was fine with this scene because they showed up, they caused havoc, and I was like, I'm fine with it. If the rest of the movie was like that, it would be an enjoyable campy B movie. They slaughter everybody. Uh, they slaughter. There's a guy entire group getting head. There's a guy getting head, and they cut off the girl's head during the act. Yeah, the samurai decapitates the woman while she's blowing this guy. <laughs> so like. You know, I'm pretty excited at this point. I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they stab a guy in the face who's laying on the ground. Uh, some This weird little mutant has a fish hook that's just like dragging bodies around. Like, it's fucking wild. Um, there's a biker neon maniac. 
Wait, is the, are the Neon Maniacs just the village people? <laughs> I think so. I think they might be. There's a we have the uh, the, the Native American, the Native American, the biker. Yeah. Oh, this this is weird. Okay, so the the villi- Okay, uh, so anyway, they they just kill all these people, um, including they snap this one kid's foot. Oh, I love that part. Um, but the weirdest part is how these kids decide to fight back because, like, <clears throat> this one kid. <laughs> this one kid is just like, what are you guys dressed up as? And they're just standing there, and he's like, oh, yeah, you want to play rough? And he charges at them. Well, he calls them bozos, which I loved. But then he charges at them, and they – this is not an exaggeration. They literally just step out of the way. <laughs> and that's how this kid is thwarted because he falls on his face, and then the Neon Maniacs get him. Even worse – dude, it's even worse than that. He falls into a noose. <laughs> <laughs> that, that the neon maniac is holding, and they just hang him from that. <laughs> like it's so absurd. And also, that guy's a fucking idiot because there's two neon maniacs and him. And even if you don't, even if you're not like, hey, those are neon maniacs. They're grown men dressed like psychopaths, and one of them has a crossbow that he just shot your football with. Like, you're not going to run at them. You're going to fucking run away. <laughs> like. Imagine running away. Oh, my God. It just that that part fucking infuriated me. And then another and if kid you're going to run at them like <laughs> you should have the wherewithal to like not split the difference. Like, at least run into one of them. <laughs> run between them. Uh, another kid. He he gets into it with a samurai, the samurai neon maniac. And uh, his bet, his weapon, he, he decides he's going to thwart this guy. By shooting him with fucking Roman candles, which has never hurt anyone unless you shot him in the eye, which he's just trying to shoot him in the stomach with. with, with. And of course, it doesn't work and he's dead. So um, it's fucking absurd. The final girl that survives is Natalie, of course, uh, and she is trapped in her van and they are destroying the van, smashing it, breaking the windows. There's a guy... (laughs) The guy that walks weird is on top of it. I want to say he's jumping, but I'm not quite sure what he's actually doing. I've never seen anyone move like that. Before. He might be having sex with the van, to be quite. <laughs> it might be a sexual act. Uh, and they, they're they trying to get in, and they can't. And ultimately, the cops come. And the Neon Maniacs leave. And the Neon like Maniacs like, leave. Like underage drinkers. <laughs> oh, shit, the fuzz. Yeah, like, that's... The first offensive thing that happens, like th- that's that's the first obscene thing, um, and the cops show up and are like, "Hey, you got a problem here?" <laughs> like she's screaming be- in a destroyed car, <laughs> and there should be just a carnage like within their eyesight because kids were mutilated. Uh, so they bring her in. Oh, and and to anyone that hasn't seen this, this. That was like the extent of the action that you're going to get for most of this movie. Oh, yeah, that that's it. Like for like, well, yeah, that's really it until the. Uh, yes, I'm going to say I'm going <laughs> to go out on a limb and say that's it, because I don't even consider the school dance scene thing. Uh, that was just fucking insane. Like, no, maybe, maybe the subway scene. Oh, OK. OK. All right. I guess maybe. Uh, uh, sure. But that's that's being generous. Yeah, it is because <laughs> it's being very generous. So the cops listen to her story 
And I'm not sure they totally even disbelieve her. They're not like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like they're, yeah, they're not like other horror movie cops. Right. But they're like, well, we can't tell people what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> and this one main cop, and, I, and he, like, again, that's a very generous term as main cop, because he is supposed to be a main character in this, but he is in it so infrequently. <laughs> And he really just shows up to be like, follow that girl constantly. That's all he keeps saying. And no one does it really, except for one part in the movie. Um, so that's what he says. He's like, we, we can't tell people about this, but, you know, follow that girl. Keep an eye on that girl. So that or Natalie goes home and it starts raining blood, I believe. It does, but it's not nearly as uh, cool or metal as Slayer would make you believe. It is not from a lacerated sky bleeding in horror. <laughs> it's just like kind of drizzling blood. And she's like, ah, which I mean is an understandable reaction, but she's not that phased. <laughs> like, it, it turns out she's just dreaming, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the next day, because the police, uh, the police who have just been informed that there's been murders and missing people wait a full day to go investigate the crime scene <laughs> and are like, oh man, the blood's been washed away. <laughs> but they do find uh, a large quantity of slime. Yes. They will send that to the forensics team who later in the movie, they will reveal that the forensic team has no idea what it is. They've never seen anything like it. And the cops like follow that girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's his logical conclusion uh, oh fuck it's so fucking frustrating um, and then while this is happening basically everyone is calling Natalie or going up to her like in school one of the kids sisters that was killed goes up to her and is like where's my brother and a natural reaction I suppose <laughs> and Natalie handles it by being like yeah he's dead I'm sorry. <laughs> and by the way, they can't find bodies. The police couldn't find bodies. They couldn't find blood. So, like, no one fully understands what happened, I guess. Right. The The sister's reaction is very reasonable. What's not reasonable is the two guys at the lunch table because one guy gets involved. It's like, hey, settle down. And the other guy's like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, one guy is so horny about his best friend, like about to fight a girl over her brother going missing. Like, like they keep cutting back to him and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. He's almost fun. like breaking the third wall, like winking at the audience. Like, it's about to go down. Like, it was so fucking weird. Um so while all, so this is all happening, uh, people are also calling Natalie, like parents being like, you fucking bitch, where's my kid? <laughs> uh, but she doesn't have the answers, and she's she's having a hard time with that. Um, mean, meanwhile, we meet we, we catch back up with Paula, the uh, the, the little kid filmmaker. And uh, uh, somehow she has just put pieced this all together somehow. <laughs> literally on nothing it was insane other than i think she was told like natalie's story because her friend is the son of a cop and so she's like oh i'm gonna investigate and somehow cracks this case wide open within minutes minutes yeah. 
um, and captures them on film. Wait, when did she capture him on film? The Neon Maniacs. No, no, I know. When when did she capture him on film, though? Like right now. She goes out there and gets them? I don't remember that. So she so she starts investigating. She finds a bunch of dead pigeons. And then, yes, I remember that. Then she's out in the woods by the thing, and she's just like, she knew that they were going to come out for some reason. And... And they come out and she films them walking and captures one falling in a puddle and dying. So oh, yeah. not only does she have oh, yeah. them not, not only does she have them on film, but she has their weakness on film. <laughs> and then they one of them sees her, but they're thwarted because it immediately starts raining. So the neon maniacs have to take shelter. And one of them is literally like looking up at the sky, shaking his fist, like, damn you, Ray. <laughs> And for things that are thwarted by water, they chose a terrible place to fucking live because they live in the Golden Gate Bridge. The, the one of the rainiest places on earth and right by an ocean. <laughs> yes, it's over water. And it's the longest bridge like ever. <laughs> it's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Dumbest concept. <laughs> oh my god. Um it's almost as dumb as the aliens in uh what was that movie? The M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, Signs. Signs. Imagine being an alien and being like, hey, this is like the only planet nearby that is mainly comprised of water. Why don't we go there? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. And fuck, try and fuck their shit up, even though the, the most of the planet is water. <laughs> like 99% of it's water. Um, anyway, uh, so neon maniacs, yeah. So they're 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 killed by water. This girl has all the proof, um, but she never shows anyone this film. <laughs> <laughs> Not even when she's oh. in police custody and a cop's like, "I don't believe you," <laughs> and she's like, "Trust me." She uh, never once decides to show them uh, this film, um, which is a, a great idea. I think great idea. That's why I don't remember her doing that. Yeah, because because, it, because it, it never came back. Well, she you also it to don't, her advantage. You also don't realize it because it only for a split second does it show it like from the uh, camera POV, and it's just like a, a quick second. And she might not even. I, I don't even know who gives a shit. So one of our fans is going to be like, actually, she wasn't filming because. And I don't. I don't give a shit. That's stupid. Then don't include it. Uh, so Stephen and Natalie, they decide uh, they're going to go on a date. And they're going to go to the movies. <clears throat> Which, I know we say this a lot, but like, it's very soon after all these people were slaughtered. I feel like she should have like a, a coping period. She just watched her friends die and he shows up to deliver groceries and is like, well, you want to go to the movies? <laughs> and honestly, this girl's face sometimes cracks me up because like, <laughs> she genuinely, like when he was cracking jokes, her face was like, ugh, like... <laughs> She looked like she couldn't even muster up to act like she likes this guy. <laughs> and, and the same thing happens when he asks her to go to the movie. She's like, yeah, it seems like she's like, I, I guess like, <laughs> like maybe this will help me get over it, but probably not. Cause you're a nightmare. Um, but they do go out and then this is, this is when I really start having a, a huge issue with the neon maniacs, which is they are just, uh, 
they're just everywhere. <laughs> they're not hiding. They're not hiding. They're just walking around. Which makes it really hard to believe that this has only just started to occur. Right. Like it, seem, it seems like this should be a frequent event. Or why on, they're targeting people. Like all of a sudden. Yeah, right. And, like, and specific people. Like why aren't they just murdering everyone? <laughs> I don't know because their motivations like why why are why do they even know who this girl is like why why are they still trying to get her I that's I have no idea but they find her in a fucking subway station <laughs> and they attack them in the subway station yes. and and they kill the uh conductor by uh melting his ears off I guess I don't know Yes, and then and then one of the, one of the maniacs proceeds to take his spot. Yes, and, and, and I thought that was going to come back like, oh, the maniacs are in control of the subway system now, and it doesn't. They will cut to him later in the movie just driving the subway still, <laughs> like as if he's gotten a new job, and that's it. <laughs> like he looks just genuinely happy to have work. Like that's that's why they were doing all this. Like they were, they just couldn't get employment. <laughs> That's what they're upset about. Um, so this happens. And then also, uh, th- so they escape the subway and then they get on a bus and they're like, oh, thank God we're safe. And somehow a neon maniac is on the side of a moving bus <laughs> <laughs> and breaks the window and grabs Steven. Um, well, the reason they got off the subway is because <laughs> the maniac that was driving it was driving it too fast. <laughs> So, so like the system, the system, like the emergency system went on over, over road, like the speed. So the emergency brakes went on and the maniacs that were cornering them were thrown when the brakes went on. What an elaborate setup for a fucking (laughs) stupid scene. Oh, it's so amazing. It's so fucking amazing. And so the, yeah, they escape again. And, yeah. and and that's that's that. Um, so after this, Paul and Stephen are like, like for some reason, Stephen's still like, I don't know, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also uh, pretty sure he still wants to go to the movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he 100 percent does, and is still like, so what about the dance? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. He says something along those lines, like shortly after this happens, like, so are we still on? It's like, what? <laughs> Dude, it's you should fucking, be packing your bags. <laughs> it's fucking insane. And then Paula shows up at the door and is like, hey, Natalie, I believe you. I've seen them, too. So she lets them in. They start talking about the monsters. And she's like, hey, guys, I've seen them. And I actually just killed one in my house by pouring water on it and turning a shower on, on it. And Steven's like, oh, give me a fucking break. (laughs) Which is my favorite thing to somebody having seen the monsters already, but then just being like, get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Like, like, you could do that about, like, imagine if somebody's like, hey, man, uh, I just saw a guy turn into a wolf, a a wolf person. But guess what? If we have silver bullets, it'll kill him. Like, and being like, get the fuck out of here. That's bullshit. That's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, but that's what he does. Um, and then Natalie's like, hey, Steven, I don't know. Uh, you know, they're monsters. This is pretty weird. And Steven's like, well, I guess you're right. So then they come up with the worst plan 
these fucking morons. I've never heard of uh, I, in a, this is wor- like this is worse than Ernest Scared Stupid like milk squirt guns. <laughs> <laughs> Their plan is to go to the dance still because Stephen can't like Stephen must have never gotten laid in his life because this guy is so hard up to get this girl to the dance at the movies. He's like willing to forgo fucking death. And he's like, okay, we'll go to the dance and we'll just give everyone squirt guns. And everyone's like, you know what, Steven? That's a fucking great idea. <laughs> and that, that is what they do. And that is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard pitched in a fucking movie. Um, and you're right. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. And we also learned Steven's in a band. Yeah, unfortunately. And like Joe said, the the this this is the third act of the movie, and ninety percent of it is bands performing. And it's the worst. This is the worst. The first song is like a new wavy song, and then it, there's a hair metal performance. Yes. And then it goes to Steven like crooning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so fucking bizarre. It's so fucking weird. And while this is happening, uh, the police are sitting outside the school because they're monitoring Natalie. And they literally watch an army of neon maniacs <laughs> just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a hundred of them. And they are not trying to be hidden or in the shadows. <laughs> they are walking down the street. Like they should have driven cars. Also, they have firearms, like they have <laughs> guns. <laughs> Some of these things are using just normal weapons. They're not even like totally supernatural. Right. Well, the cops actually don't do anything. <laughs> the, ne- the A surgeon neon maniac, he's dressed as a surgeon. Uh, <laughs> they all have menial jobs. It's so fucking funny. Uh, he just, he kills a security guard and performs surgery on him. The entire, the, the entire rest of the movie will just check in on this guy, just performing surgery on a dead guy. Uh, and the rest of the neon maniacs just walk into the fucking dance. Yeah. Yeah. And they're Lots in the in. dance for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like. They do nothing. Why? I don't understand. They showed up and they killed everybody on site. And now they're so like set to kill the one last girl. But like, why not? They would have had a field day in this in this dance. And then they start doing that, though. They start. Well, they start killing some of the dancers, but not very well. Like, and right. The the entire my my point being my point being when we first saw them, they showed up. Oh, yeah. Immediately wrecked havoc to anybody and anything in their way. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. that's not what they do for the rest of the movie. No, no. They're very, uh, they're very, they're very peaceful. They're, they only want to kill when they have to at this point for some reason. <laughs> um, and, and they start attacking everyone eventually, but it takes them quite a while. And the whole plan with the water guns, like Steven, it doesn't even, Steven is on stage when the attacks start happening. So you're expecting him to be like, all right, now start squirting your squirt guns. But that doesn't happen and everyone just runs. <laughs> so half the crowd is being slaughtered and the other half is escaping. And that, so the entire plan does not happen. <laughs> it fucking Ugh. infuriates me. And, and all this is happening. No one is grabbing. Wait, li- no one wait. F- it's insane. Didn't, 
Didn't one of the demons use ether to like knock out a security? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he did. And then that's when the surgeon starts performing surgery on him. But like, why not just kill him? I, of course, that's what they should have done. They're carrying <laughs> yeah. fucking giant axes and shit. <laughs> carrying a bottle of ether? Oh my God. <laughs> They're supernatural. Like, um. And all this is happening. And then finally, Paula. Now, again, Stephen's big idea was fucking squirt guns. Paula somehow finds the biggest hose on earth inside the gym, like a fire hose, and yeah. proceeds to kill some of the neon maniacs with it. <laughs> Probably should have been their number one plan, knowing that they would come in. Um, and also, this wasn't a costume party. It was not. <laughs> so, I thought it was when they showed up. And so. I, I, like, Double-checked double into that. When they show up, you think they would be pretty easy to identify because it's just a bunch of ghouls walking around. <laughs> and even if they weren't ghouls, they're still dressed up as, like, different professions. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so, so this next sequence will make so little sense. It cracked me up. Like, I was honestly laughing. Okay, so Paula dispatches them with the hose. Paula is MIA. Steven and Natalie um, sort of escape, but they go deeper into the school for some... Everyone else leaves. <laughs> like the front doors of the school, like you would. Yeah. Steven and Natalie are like, oh shit, let's run. And they run deeper into the school where they go into a science class and just proceed to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> in a sensual long scene and i am so baffled by this and you're like wait why is this happening they're in they're in imminent danger yeah dire and a is child is missing a child the, the the only one doing anything to protect anyone is missing <laughs> and you're you're expecting something to happen and it literally cuts to them at the police station being interrogated. All of them. All three of them. <laughs> it just immediately cuts and they're all in the in the cop's office being lectured about how stupid they are. <laughs> the cop's also, like, keep are in you mind, trying to tell as, me? That as Sean already pointed out. Yeah, as Sean already pointed out, they watched these monsters walk into the school. Right. The police force. <laughs> and then... So then they explain, and again, and also one of them has them on film. So even if they didn't, and the cop's like, so you're trying to tell me if we go to the Golden Gate Bridge, we could fight these things with water. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And the cop's like, all right, well, if this doesn't work, you're all fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the cops go to the bridge. This is fucking insane. So the cops go. And this is where I was like, okay, if this is how they end it, I might even be okay with it because the cops start taking water guns out of their car. <laughs> like we get the montage of like the cops like 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 opening the trunk and they're like getting their weapons, but it's funny because they're grabbing water guns. Yeah, imagine having real guns and being like, Man, I think I'll go with the water gun theory because these fucking kids. <laughs> but like at this point, that would be funny. That would be a great ending. Like, no, I agree. I agree. It would. It would at least do something. 
But the cops, they go in, they go into the fucking bridge doors where these things live, and there's nothing there. <laughs> so the cops all leave, except for the main cop, the, the cigar-smoking cop, who's like, oh, let me just take one more look around. <laughs> and he gets meat-hooked. <laughs> By by the thick the creatures and sucked in and then the doors close by themselves and you're like oh is that the end which would have been unsatisfying but I kind of get it like oh they're still alive but it gets a little bit more unsatisfying <laughs> <laughs> because we cut to the kids in a van driving and and and, and Stephen goes. Hey, kid, you still got your squirt gun? Keep it. The rain won't last forever. And then it fucking ends. <laughs> we are literally left with not one answer to anything that's happening. <laughs> I I don't know if I've ever seen such a poorly made attempt at, at a story in my life. And and we said that last episode with with that made for TV movie. Oh, the midnight hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, at least they had like newspaper articles that they tried to like piece together for a story or like a backstory. Dude, anything. This was a whole new level. I would have taken like like when we say they don't explain the like. There is nothing to identify what these things are or what their purpose. Like, not even an old woman being like, oh, the old neon maniac (laughs) under the bridge story. Like, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. That would have been all it took. Like I said, just one person saying one thing for you to be like, okay, fine. Just just being like, oh, the old neon maniac urban legend. And I would have been like, wait, I don't think that's real, but I'll take it. Yeah. Exactly. At this point, I would take fucking anything that they were willing to offer. Yes. Oh God! So that's uh, that's Neon Maniacs. <laughs> yeah. Probably one of the worst ones we've ever. Probably one of the worst ones we've ever done. I'm still. I'm, I pulled up my letterbox to look at the scores one more time, and uh, a lot of threes, a lot of two and a halfs, and one four point five. So this is like where, and I know you you you've disagreed with me on this, but like uh, that that fucking terrifier. Like if there's no story, I just can't give you a good rating. Like if you don't have a story, I mean that one had better uh, everything, but everything else was better. <laughs> but than this, but at least there was kills and terrifier. Right, at least right. That's what I'm saying. Like at least some that semblance shit. of filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> So we're trying to get Paul still for the Ben, the Ben yeah. Willard saga. I've been asked that by multiple people when it's happening. So Dude, Paul people, needs to get his shit together. People are very excited about that. If not, we'll just have to end up doing it. But I'm <laughs> people were so excited about the Ben Willard. The only problem I have, like, listen, I know. Sure. I probably should have heard the song Ben by Michael Jackson. I probably should have been aware of that. But some people were like, you've never seen Ben? Like, give me a fucking break. Like, I've I've had better shit to do. All right, guys? Like, I've had to work. Like, I got to work. I got to fucking get laid. Like, come on. Like, Ben, stop it. Like, it's not like, oh, you've never seen fucking, I don't even know. What's, what's a good movie? 
<laughs> Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, like, come on, Ben. The fucking sequel to Willard. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, um, so if we don't do, uh, if we can't do Ben Willard next week, what should we do? Um, are, are we going to do a Christmas? Tina was actually asking. Are we going to do a Christmas themed movie this year? I think we should because there's a bunch of them that I want to do um, that I've actually found that aren't so. Well, yeah, Satan's Little Helper. Oh, is How that about is that it's not. It's oh. not. <laughs> I thought it was a play on Santa's Little Helper. No, it, it most definitely is, but oh, <laughs> just in title. Um, what about the Silent Night, Deadly Night sequel with Mickey Rooney? Oh, oh, wait. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We have to. After doing Mickey Rooney in that fucking uh, Disney movie, <laughs> I just want to watch his entire catalog of, like, old Mickey Rooney, <laughs> which has honestly been since, like, the 60s. But like, I still think about since we did that episode, I still think about his, his fucking soulless rendition of Meet Me in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> which which I, I don't think I talked about uh, on an episode. Because you after the episode ended was when you made that comment about <laughs> it was one of the oh, funniest things I've ever. I didn't even say it. I didn't even say it on the episode. You didn't. You didn't. It was after the episode ended. I had actually stopped recording. Uh, oh, damn. So well, it, that, <laughs> that rendition. <laughs> I've never heard like a, like a more lifeless human being. <laughs> I, I was crying. Joe compared it. I, like I I laughed all week thinking about what, how Joe compared that rendition to. And Joe said it was if if you were putting a dog down, if you were putting your dog to sleep. <laughs> this is like what this song would sound like in his head. <laughs> I've never heard a funnier comparison than, than that. It was such a sad dying song. Oh fuck, I'm crying just thinking about it. Oh my god. All right. All right. Um so yeah, why don't we do we'll do uh we'll do the Mickey Rooney Silent Night Deadly Night. And um I'll also there's I know there's another Christmas one that came out in the 80s. It's like it's definitely got like a Gremlins vibe to it. I don't know, but anyway. And then um, this week, I want to do a review of Mandy with you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch Mandy, and then we'll do that for Patreon. Okay. All right. Good. So, um, so yeah, if we don't do the Ben and Willard this coming week, we'll do. Um, we'll do uh, whatever the Silent Night, Deadly Night is with Mickey Rooney. I don't even it's know which one. It's the fifth one. It's the fifth one. The, the Silent Night, Deadly Night Five. What a choice. What a choice. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, and happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah started. So uh, happy Hanukkah. Yes. All right, guys. Um, so that's it. Uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. And uh, you can find uh, me on Instagram at I hate horror. I'm at uh, Boognish1985. And that's a wrap. Um, so thank you all so much for the support. We really appreciate it. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Butcher, and butcher, and
That's it, guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.